Hello and welcome back to this episode of Musings on Sanctuary and Spirituality. It's an absolute honor and a blessing to have you here sharing the journey with me today. I'm going to be sharing in this episode a question that I was asked very recently by a lady and I thought I'm going to bring this to the podcast as an Ask Helen question. So just putting it out to you that if you have any question that you'd like me to answer for you, please go ahead and share that with me. All the contact details are in the show notes. So just reach out, ask any question that you think I could help you with on your sanctuary or spiritual journey. So hopefully I'll be bringing these episodes to you around once a month. And I've got a few great questions up my sleeve already, but this is the one I wanted to dive in with today. So the question this particular lady asked me was, developing your awareness to spirituality is a slow process that often stirs up confronting facts about yourself. How do you find the energy and time to remove distractions to keep you on your path to work through these challenges? Now, I think this is a really brilliant question to bring forward as our first Ask Helen. I think that we've all been there. We all understand this concept. And I certainly know that I have. When I first started proper on my spiritual journey, I kind of felt like I had all these other commitments, all these other responsibilities that stood in my way. Now, whether they actually stood in my way is another story because sometimes, and I know this was for my journey or what I discovered on my journey anyway, was that I'd often say, oh, well, I've got work to do. So therefore I can't commit to you know my own spiritual growth right in this moment because I'm at work. I've got family to consider, husband or children, partner, perhaps elderly parents, you know, trying to support them to be the best they can be in the world and doing everything for them. Maybe there's health issues. Maybe there's something else going on for you that you think, you know, this stuff is getting in my way of me actually being able to connect with this concept of sanctuary or connect with my spiritual side and allow the growth to happen that needs to happen. But we all know what happens when we fight, in inverted commas, (laughs) anything that is meant to happen for us, it usually ends up being a lot more challenging, a lot more stressful than it actually needs to be. If we kind of put all of those excuses aside And I'm not saying that you have excuses or that the lady who asked this question has excuses, but I think sometimes we go, well, look, I'm actually too tired to do that now, or I'm too busy to do that now, Um, or I've got all these other things on my plate. I can't do that now. Whereas I really want to invite you to flip this on its head and go, what happens if you don't give yourself time to do this now? If you don't give yourself time to remove some of those distractions, to allow the confronting or confrontation of those, you know, difficult things 
that you have hidden, pushed away, haven't wanted to dive deep with because there's pain there. And man, I know what you're talking about. But now what I find when that pain comes up for me or that memory comes up for me or that challenge comes up for me, it's not that I go, come on, bring it on. (laughs) It's nearly like I go, okay, this is here for a reason. I need to work through something. Let's do it. And the great thing is that over time that becomes easier but also we're sitting very much in a different energetic space than we were even five years ago so to release some of these challenges that we hold on to or have in our whether it's conscious or subconscious minds we can actually work through them with much more ease and grace than perhaps what we either give ourselves permission to believe or that we feel in the past would have just been much too difficult for us to cope with So if I'm to answer this question fully, what I actually want to do is to suggest that you sit with what practices would benefit you at, I'm going to say, five different levels. So those levels are, what could you do hourly to remove some of those distractions so you can work through your challenges? What could you do daily to remove some of those distractions and work through your challenges? What could you do weekly? What could you do monthly? And what could you do once a year? This is a great way to break down connection with yourself so that you can create the changes that you want, so that you can confront that stuff about yourself, so that you can work through those challenges that are in front of you right now. So let me give you some examples of each of those five levels, because that in itself might sound really overwhelming. You might say, well, I can't possibly do something hourly, or I can't possibly do something every day, or week or month or year. But remember, we're coming back to what are the distractions you're placing in front of yourself. So if you say, I don't have time, it means you actually don't want to do it. So if you actually are serious about this spiritual journey, you're you're serious about your spiritual growth, then you have to create the time. And what I'm suggesting is if we break it down into these smaller components, then Change actually can happen without us fighting, pushing, or any of that. Change can actually happen much, much more gently. So what could you do on an hourly basis? Some really simple things, and you can do these anywhere. You can breathe. (laughs) You can close your eyes and just take a deep breath right down into your belly, you know, filling your lungs to their full capacity and then letting it go. You can ground if you're somewhere, you know, where you can perhaps get out in nature, you could sit in the sun, you could put your feet on the grass, you could perhaps, if you're near a beach, walk um, at the beach or put your feet in some water. I know somebody who lived in an area of the world who loved the beach but couldn't get there very much. So he put a tray of sand underneath his desk so his feet were in the sand and he could wriggle his toes and ground. 
Anything that you can do to center yourself, you can easily do once an hour. Even simply taking a pause from moving from one task to another, from you know one stress to another, from one doing task to another, just take a pause whatever that looks like for you. You could tone if you know how to do that with your voice. You could sing. You could just simply move your body in a way that feels right, even stretching while you're sitting at your desk. So once an hour doing one thing to come back to you, to bring your energy back into your body instead of sending it outwards. Now, I know that you might be saying, well, Helen, how does that actually help me, you know, confront these issues that are coming up for me or work through my challenges? What it's actually doing is bringing your energy back into you, grounding you, centering you and helping you make sense of all of this stuff, because these are really simple little practices. And with all the stuff that's going on for you, the simpler the practices, the better. So then the next one was, well, what could you do on a daily basis? What's one thing you could do every day that would be helpful for you on your spiritual journey? Now, maybe this is an internal activity. So maybe this is meditation. Maybe it's some form of exercise. But at the same time, perhaps it's learning. Perhaps it's reading a book or watching a documentary, or a movie, or a program, listening to a podcast, something that's helping you each and every day to connect with you and what it is you actually want, you know, out of this process. So I know that some of the challenges I face, I go, well, okay, well, I will do meditation to, you know, ground and connect myself every single day, but maybe I need to read this book because this book has a learning in it, which is really helpful for me. So have a think about what you can do every single day. And sometimes it's right in front of you. I know a friend of mine, I was speaking with her about, you know, some of these spiritual challenges that she was facing. And I said, oh, maybe there's a great book that you can read that will support you. And she said to me, oh my gosh, Helen, you wouldn't believe it. There is a book on my bookshelf with that exact information in it. It's been sitting there for ages and I've been meaning to pull it out. And I said to her, well, here you go. Here's the invitation through this conversation. Here's the sign to get that book off your bookshelf and start it. So the next level from there was weekly. What can you do weekly to help face some of these challenges and confront those things perhaps that you don't want to do? Now, you could go to some kind of class. So what's the class? You could go to an art class, a dance class, a yoga class, a Tai Chi class, any kind of class that floats your boat. But the idea of that class is to get you out of your head get you into your heart. If you're creating something, then you're probably using your hands or your body. Um, you know, if you're creating poetry or, you know, writing a book, then, you know, you're kind of probably getting into some kind of ch channeling space, which is not a thinking space. It's more that creative space. But also maybe once a week, you need to get a massage or see a counselor or a psychologist 
or have a healing or see your kinesiologist. Do something maybe once a week that is going to help you move through these challenges that you're facing. Once a month, you could do things like attend a circle if that feels right to you. You could go on an excursion out in nature, you know, get in your car or get on a bus or train and go somewhere where you haven't actually been before or to a beautiful nature space, which you love. Maybe you could meet a friend on a similar path who like spiritual path who you can support each other with, because that's the challenge, right? When we are on this spiritual path, We often feel alone. We often feel lonely. We often feel isolated. We often feel like nobody understands. Nobody else is going through this journey. So if you can have just one person that you know is on a similar path, hang out with them, spend time with them, connect with them. And you might also decide once a month and circle might not be it, but maybe once a month going along to some kind of facilitated workshop where like minded people are going to be, because that way you can then you know learn. You can then see that you're not on the um, journey on your own. And hey, you never know, you might actually make some beautiful friends or connections out of it as well. So then finally, yearly, what could you do once a year? Now, if it doesn't feel right to say I can only do this once a year, you could do this once every three months or six months or 12 months, depending on your schedule, depending on your life, depending on your finances, you might like to take yourself away on a retreat. Now, as soon as I say that, I'm already hearing people go, Helen, you're ridiculous. Um, You know, that's going to cost me a lot of money. I've got a family. I can't cope. I want you to go back and listen to, there's a couple episodes before this episode on ritual routine. I mean, taking yourself away on retreat. So please go and have a look or listen at those episodes as well, because they will help you if you know you're having challenges around this concept of I can't take myself away on retreat. So once a year, what would you love to do? that would help support you to confront these things about yourself or to work through some of these challenges. Now, for me, that started off as being a retreat probably about eight or 10 years ago, and it was following the signs. So I was going to see a kinesiologist at the time, and she mentioned to me about this lady who was running a retreat. Now, I could have just gone, oh yeah, cool, that's interesting. But as I left and as I sat with that for a couple of days, I thought, wow, and it just kept, you know, playing over in my mind. So I then contacted the lady and that was my very first retreat. It was a week away, only women, and it was incredible. It was a mix of Helen connecting with herself, Helen facing some of those demons, Helen um, actually owning some of those gifts and allowing that to crack open in you know a spiritual sense so you might not want to go on that kind of retreat or you might not want to go away in that way 
So I invite you to really sit with what could you do once a year? Maybe if you have a family or other commitments, maybe there's a particular time during the year where you don't have those. You know, for example, if you've got a family, maybe they've gone away on a holiday or something and you're home alone, use that time really wisely to sit with yourself, to sit with your own journey and to allow some of these things that you know you want to work through to shift and change. So what are you actually doing through these five kind of stages? What are you doing hourly, daily, weekly, monthly and yearly? Have a think about each of those. But ultimately what you're trying to do at each level is to surrender to let go and to relinquish control. Now, if you know you've got control issues, <laughs> this is going to be hard. So start with hourly. What can you do hourly? That's really, really simple. Then move on to daily, weekly, monthly and yearly, because as you can see, the perhaps the bigger the thing. So if I go on retreat, once a year, that's a pretty big thing. And I'm going for a specific purpose. And that's for growth. That's for surrender. That's for letting go. And relinquishing any control issues I might have. So I want you to start, please, to think, what can I do every minute of every day to make a shift? Now, that in itself might add overwhelm because you might think, oh my gosh, that's another thing to put on my plate, Helen, another to do. It's not that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if your goal is to confront some of these facts about yourself, if your goal is to work through some of your challenges, if you know that you're on a spiritual path, if you know that you're here for good if you know you're here to help shift the consciousness of the planet if you know that things have been really challenging for you for quite some time and you're wondering what the hell is that all about then I'm really glad you're here listening to this podcast episode because even if you're not there, even if you're already on the journey and this is me like I do this as often as I can I Use sanctuary every single day, every minute of every day to consciously realize that I'm in a position to connect more with my spiritual truth. Even as I sat to do this episode today, I started about three or four times and it was really clunky and it just wasn't working for me. So I got up out of my desk, I lit a candle. I saged my body and then I came and sat back down and started and everything flowed. Now, before I even started for the first episode or the first time for this recording, I had you know, the, the words land in my head, light a candle, which is what I normally do every single day before I start work, before I work with a client, anything. And I hadn't done that. So instead, I didn't listen to what I was being guided to do and therefore things were clunky. So the more you do this work, the more you do, you know, those practices hourly, daily, weekly, etc., the more you come back to yourself 
the more those inspirations and guidances will land and the more you will trust them and the more you will do them because the more you do them the more you actually find the change happens and often the change happens without you doing as much effort but in the first instance you have to come back to what can I do hourly what can I do daily weekly monthly yearly etc to make the change and to trust like there's no tomorrow I was having a conversation again with someone earlier today and they're going but I just I try these things all the time I say yeah but how long do you try them for oh maybe a couple of weeks well actually I Helen have tried certain strategies certain practices for years trusting that the change will happen and I will get to where I need to be and yes that can be really hard to trust for that period of time I know Um, but sometimes we just have to show up continually and trust so if you haven't already got what I refer to as a sanctuary toolkit I would really invite you to start to create your sanctuary toolkit today now can that be literally a box with stuff in it of course does it have to be no so what you're trying to do is put into your sanctuary toolkit the tasks the activities the connection points all those beautiful sanctuary things that you know fill you up on an hourly basis daily basis weekly basis monthly basis yearly basis so if you need to grab an actual physical toolkit maybe you want to put in a candle maybe you want to put in some oracle cards or some books or whatever you don't have to that's not the point the point is if we make our home our sanctuary and obviously we talk about our body and our life being a sanctuary as well but that's all in previous episodes please go and dig those out if you're interested in those but if we make our home a sanctuary we know you know this space in this corner makes me feel good because there's a plant and a photo and a crystal this book on this bookshelf makes me feel good so i'm going to read it you know these oils that i rub on my body every day they feel amazing i'm going to keep doing it i'm feeling pretty average today i'm just going to have a bath so you have all these different sanctuary items in your sanctuary toolkit this is not self-care ladies and gentlemen this is sanctuary so is having a bath with epsom salts and beautiful lavender oil and burning a candle self-care probably is it sanctuary totally because i'm not just having a bath i've created the ritual i've set the scene i've got the beautiful smells i've got the candle burning you know i've put salt in the bath to really nurture my body and i'm taking the time to sit and connect with myself and again maybe that's something you want to do probably not an hourly basis but you could certainly have a bath in that way on a daily basis or at least a weekly basis to start to bring you back to you because that's the reality of what this question is asking me how do i come back to me how do i come back to my truth when i have these distractions when i have these other commitments when i have other people's demands upon me this is not being selfish this is being self-full it's lifting yourself up so that you in turn can be the best person that you want to be in the world 
and support the people around you in the best way that you can support them. So I hope this has been really helpful for you. If you have an Ask Helen question, please just reach out and ask and hopefully you'll be able to get your response on the podcast really soon.